Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the Balance Swan podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we have Julie Pyatt, aka Srimati, on the show. And we're talking all things multidimensional. We jumped right in. And if there's anybody who can rival me for talking about star seeds and just like diving right in, seeing people's faces shape shift, seeing beyond the veil, it would be Julie. And I'm excited to share this episode with you guys. This is different than a lot of conversations that we've done in that it's very ethereal. We really dove right in and we just went there. So we're talking about planetary expansion, quantum realms, Pleiadian star seeds, cosmic consciousness, and so much more. And if you've heard Srimati before, then I think this will be a different conversation that's a little bit more of a glimpse into what a mystic mother that she is. She's a mother of four. So we talk about spiritual motherhood and something that I was so excited to talk to her about was unschooling. She did a really interesting and brave process of unschooling her daughters and she even founded a school. So I'm definitely going to be calling Julie when Atticus gets of school age because that's a huge thought I've had and a question that I get from a lot of other moms in TBB community. And we also talk about spiritual motherhood and spiritual relationships, sacred relationships. She's in a very powerful, healthy, beautiful marriage with Rich Roll. I've been listening to his podcast since day one. I love talking to people about their relationships and especially spiritual people and how they incorporate that side of them into their marriage. So we talk a lot about that. We also talk a lot about her new plant-based cheese company and all the things in between. So I know for my true TBB listeners, this is the conversation that you've been waiting for because we don't hold anything back. And if you're new here, don't be intimidated. It's just a fun spiritual conversation with a really maternal perspective. I think Srimati is like the epitome of what it means to be a sacred mother and a divine mother and a leader leading from the feminine. So I'm honored that she came on. I'm thrilled that we made this happen. And we're going to dive into it. Before we do, I wanted to thank you for rating and reviewing the show. We are hosting a big wellness giveaway to everyone who rates and reviews the show on Apple and Spotify and emails me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. I will enter you to win a huge box of my favorite wellness goodies. And with that, let's head into this conversation with Julie Srimati. My gosh, Julie, I'm so happy that you're here. And the fact that this is happening is a dream come true for me mm. because I've been a fan of yours for my entire career, probably. And here we are. You are the sweetest. That's so kind. I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And yes, the stars align and 
divine alignment is at hand, and here we are together. So, so nice to be in your presence. It's so nice, and the divine timing is so real because the fact that this is happening now, when you said there are all these portals going on and there's energy and people are having trouble being in their bodies, the timing couldn't be better. Well, thanks. I think it's a it's really important to share right now, and I think it, it really is a moment when many of us are becoming ready to talk about and experience some of these energies that are maybe not physicalized or as dense as what this realm usually highlights. So I really feel that there is a, a magnificent grace that is at hand, and in my own experience, I'm seeing um, a leveling up that is happening naturally in the planetary scape. And some of you listening may have seen this in your own communities in the form of people who you never thought would be open to having a more expanded conversation or considering an event or a situation from a different perspective, maybe a more cosmic perspective so it's like we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yes. And I would even say we're multidimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. This is really the truth. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that's been my experience. Well, this is an amazing intro lead-in, by the way. That we're just getting right into Let's it, which is right the way in. that I love to do it. <laughs> okay. And you make incredible eye contact, by the way, which means that I can see into your soul. And thank you for just having no barriers because yeah. I can really see you and your face shape-shifting and all the multidimensional beings coming through. So tell us a little more as your face is shifting mm, yeah. about what you mean by where multidimensional beings having simultaneous experiences. Yeah. I think you're talking about parallel universes. If you yes. are, I'm thrilled. So yes. let's, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and thank you also. I mean, I'm looking in your eyes and your eyes also are just carry such an ancient connection and it's not, it's not light. It's deep. So yes, even though we're me. here in this <laughs> mm -hmm. in this studio or whatever, it's it's very felt. So thank, thank you, and, you and hello and Hi. you know yes. Mm. So well, one of the things that I'm sharing perspectives about in my own spiritual community, I feel like it's one of my roles to keep pushing the boundaries of the sandbox out and out and out. Because even if let's say someone transitions tomorrow and they drop their body, what? level, they were able to expand what their perspective is of reality that is going to assist them. So I often say that I don't like to believe things. So I like to remain present in the moment, spontaneous and open to what is presenting and open to not knowing and open to the miraculous because we live in a realm where humanity, most of humanity is looking for a consensus. What is the right diet? What is the right religion? What is the right, you know, ice bath? What is the right whatever, whatever we're talking about? Totally. And it's seeking this consensus, but it's completely unintelligent because we are all completely unique life forms. So this planet has billions of life forms that are completely unique. So no two alike. So if the one breath, let's just call it, or the force or whatever you like to call God, wanted us to have a consensus, two of us would be the same. So it's about this individual universal journey, which is the privilege of being in a human life. It is our sole mission to become who we are. And if Jordan doesn't fulfill the totality of your life form, there's not another Jordan that's waiting behind you to come. Not exactly the same. So the real importance is what is your perspective? And one of the perspectives that I've been developing and really tapping into is the truth that we are multidimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. So this could mean parallel Earths. It could be on this Earth. But I find this to be highly expansive because if we understand that we have been other incarnations, you know, other races, lineages, sexual genders, all kinds of different things, mm -hmm. then suddenly this sort of agenda of judgment and analysis, it sort of falls away. And so what I'm experiencing is time jumping. Yes. So time experiences and 
really retrieving my connection with some of these lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And when I make the contact with a lifetime, it feels as if you're rejoined with a lover because it's an aspect of you. It is, yeah. Um, and so uh, one of the things that um, that I've been exploring is with the spiritual community in Italy that I'm an initiate of. It's called Dom and Her. Mm-hmm. So one of their processes for retrieving past lives, because not everybody ha- has access to a great psychic or mm-hmm. has these experiences themselves. Totally. We need help because our minds become wiped and we forget who we are. But one of their processes is they have an online university and you can do this process. You send in a photo that's two months old and then a photo that's five years old with just your birth date. And they have a group of individuals that go into the temples and they retrieve the five lifetimes that are the most helpful to you in this in this embodiment here. And so I've had some really profound reunions through this and even when my personality didn't really want to go to the workshop or I, mm-hmm. I thought I was going to quit, it found me anyway. And it's been, you know, highly, you know, very expansive to my experience. Oh, my God. I have to check this out immediately. <laughs> I love that. I've been doing a lot of work with my past lives through my own kind of intuition, mm-hmm. as well as an amazing astrologer that I work with. And these past lives don't lie. You know when it resonates in your system. Yeah. And to go back to what you were saying about time and having experiences with hopping time, as well as being in past lives, things that were maybe not human. Mm -hmm. For example, I know that I was a tree and I had Mm -hmm. a wild experience with an olive tree in Ibiza where we just got back from, where I was just saying to my husband over and over, I am this tree. And he was saying, well, you are Jordan. No, you're my wife. And I'm like, I know it's hard to explain, but I so get you Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. these simultaneous realities. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear your thoughts on timeline hopping. And I think a lot of us are doing that right now, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is why so much of the consciousness is expanding Mm -hmm. and people are having Mm -hmm. conversations they weren't ready to have before. Mm -hmm. The world is ready. You're you're so at the forefront. So tell us about timeline hopping. Well, I mean, one of the things that I want to just present is, you know, there's a lot of intense violence that is going on on this planet. I mean, you know, we all know this, right? Mm -hmm. So there are wars and, you know, sexual violence and, you know, all kinds of, I would say, anti-life activities that are going on that are inhumane. Yeah. They're they're actually not humane. (laughs) And, but what I do want to speak to is that from a planetary perspective, from a cosmological view there are the appearances and the activation of planetary structures that have never been here before. So I'm going to explain it this way. So the planetary realm has something called synchronic lines that surround it. And this particular planet has nine vertical and nine horizontal. And that is an extremely high concentration of synchronic lines. So some planets only have four. So it's, it's, it's why this planet is so cherished and beloved and why so many people have their eyes on this realm. This is like the show of mm-hmm, the universe. Totally. And there's a lineup of beings trying to get in here. So if you're feeling constricted or frustrated, take a breath and remember what a privilege it is to be alive in a human body. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the reason you took a body this lifetime. Mm-hmm. If you're breathing and living and listening to this podcast, And so let's shift the perspective into what is really happening. It is truly the most miraculous expansion ever. It's not like any other time in planetary history. No one knows the predicted future. You know, the future is experienced in the moments, and we are creating this as a collective. Mm -hmm. And so it is important to understand our responsibility that thoughts are things, that actions are things. And the ego, or I would say the lower vibrating parts of the density of humanity, feels really good calling out all the darkness, you know, calling out the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem. And it's true. And it's here. Mm -hmm. However, we are universal creators. We are creating our own experience. And so we must remember who we are and reclaim that responsibility and start shaping this more beautiful world that we seek to experience, Mm -hmm. which is why we're here. So what I would say is that I feel there is a transformation of everything that we knew or thought was possible in this realm. 
And, you know, I'm ha- I definitely was out, out of my body last night in a very deep way. And it's taken me hours to get back in. Like I've been, you know, breathing and I did some yoga and, you know, drank a smoothie and a yes, chai. Yes. And I'm trying to like get my energy back in. And, you know, it's felt, I feel it with a hormone rush. And Mm -hmm. so obviously I'm a mother of four, Mm -hmm. um, but I should not in a Western sense be having, you know, hormones. I literally get them like a faucet. Like I feel like I'm fully pregnant, bottomless hunger, just like, you know, yeah. That is wild. Yeah, it's wild. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about KiwiCo. I'm always looking for fun, but also educational and enriching ways for Atticus to play. And before I became a mom, I had no idea where to look. Like we registered for all this stuff that we never ended up using. And then I found KiwiCo. So they are a subscription line for kids of all ages, ranging from infants and preschoolers to teens and beyond. And it's a subscription model, like I said, which is the vibe. So you don't have to think about it. Atticus is so excited. Every time we get a new box, you'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are and just how much it makes your kid think. So it's all about discovery. They're so proud of themselves when they accomplish one of the projects. It sparks confidence and creativity and just lots of experimentation. So it's all about new experiences, gaining new skills, and making new connections to the broader world. I've noticed Atticus's confidence growing as he's been playing with these toys. So redefine learning with play, explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with the code BALANCED. That's 50% off your first month with promo code BALANCED at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Enjoy. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think and what your little ones think as well. Let's talk about probiotics, a true passion of mine. So I have my Just Thrive probiotics right here, right next to me, because I keep them on my nightstand. And I actually base my morning routine off of taking these products. No joke. I take my Just Thrive probiotic, which is also an antioxidant. It's 100% spore-based. And I also take my Just Thrive Just Calm product, which is a clinically proven mood support. It also manages stress and drives brain function. It has vitamin B6, folate, vitamin B12. And for those of us who have methylation issues, it's like all the correct properties and dosages. And it also has probiotics in it. So when I had the founder and CEO, Tina, of Just Thrive on the podcast, she explained to us all about why Just Thrive survives in the gut and all the incredible benefits. So just some of the benefits are it provides immune support, boosts energy, improves sleep, promotes healthy skin, and encourages healthy weight management as well as supports the gut-brain connection, which is something I'm so passionate to talk about. And it is paleo, keto, vegetarian, and vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, all the things. And let me tell you our incredible offer so you can use the code BALANCED at checkout if you're ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive stress, and more. You can get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com with promo code BALANCED. That is like getting a whole month for free. That is promo code BALANCED for 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com. I want to know all your tips for getting back into the body. That's mm. something that I struggle with more mm. than anything. And since mm. you are such a seer and you mm. can probably really see me in mm. this moment, mm. my energy is usually like mm-hmm. somewhere out here yeah. and I really want it to be 
in here. In here. It's the hardest thing for me. Yeah. I'm an air sign. I'm yes. almost all air in my chart yes. with a little bit of water, Cancer mm-hmm. Moon. You're mm-hmm. a Cancer Sun. Yeah. And with all that air, uh-huh. And also just my personality mm. and the fact I joke, it's hard to be human for mm-hmm. me. It's, mm-hmm. it's a joke because I do appreciate being human. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. So how do we, how I do we know. get in our bodies and how do we stay in our bodies? Well, I mean, I'm just keep visualizing that tree. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely draw on that tree incarnation and, and pull her into your physical body like every day, every moment. Obviously breath work, but I would say grounded breath work. So I know like a friend of mine was doing a lot of kundalini, like quick breathing and all that stuff and just completely vada, like completely out. And what I'm talking about is very slow, the kind of not sexy breathing, the kind Uh that we avoid, which is alternate nostril breathing and talking about the hormones, which is important because, you know, hormones are how we commune with the other realms. So your hormonal and glandular system is how we activate some of these senses. We used to have like 361 senses. We have five, maybe six, if you're really Mm -hmm. tapped in. So there are many, many senses that are available to the human being, and there's many steps to go. But the glandular system is what carries that communication. So I know when I wake up and I feel like I'm pregnant, it's I've been communing in another density. So that's that information for me. Wow. Now, when I started to go through menopause, I, you know, I did kind of the Western things. It was like, oh, this is happening. Maybe I should go to a clinic. Maybe I should ask a man, you know, like these ridiculous things that come into your mind. And so I did. I called a couple of clinics and they were like, you know, you can pay us thousands of dollars and we will call you back when I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, you know, no. I was like. What happened before we were so modern? I mean, Mm -hmm. women have existed for, you know, eons of time. So what I did is I did alternate nostril breathing. So I said no to everything else. Mm -hmm. I went home and got got on my meditation seat. And every morning I did 36 rounds of alternate nostril. So left, left slow, pausing at the top, exhale right, Mm -hmm. pause at the bottom. And literally that in the morning, in the evening, alleviated all of my menopausal symptoms. They're just oh gone. Oh my God. And I take I take like an Ayurvedic, you know, women's transition mm-hmm. herb, something like that. So I'm just saying, it's like we forget because we're in this thing, we're in this, you know, this experiment, this movie, mm-hmm. and we forget. The other thing though I want to mention to you is mirror gazing. Do you do that? Yes. And does that ground you? Yes. Or does that take you more? No, it grounds me. It grounds me. you. Yeah. yeah I feel just... like gazing in the mirror, if mm. I do it for long enough, mm-hmm. I see someone who is almost separate from me, yes. which is my soul gazing back into mm. my body, yeah. mm-hmm. telling me I'm here with you. You're yes. not alone. It's really powerful yeah, for me. Very powerful. So that's a good reminder. You know, I was in a cafe yesterday in Ojai and this young man said to me, excuse me, are you Julie? And I said, yes. And he said, your mirror technique changed my life. Oh my like, God. Like he had done it. That's so And cool. I was like, oh, you did it. And he's like, can I hug you? And I was like, great. You know, so yeah, the mirror technique, if you just to go and you gaze at the third eye center sitting in a mirror, it'd be really great to do it maybe even in the early evening with a candle sort of off to the side and soften in. So you're going to breathe and gaze here. Your eyes will start to burn but you endeavor to keep them open, right? But you may have to blink and then return again to that third eye. And even Jordan and I doing this together, gazing at each other's faces, we can see the other elements coming in and out. Mm -hmm. So it's quite an expansive experience when you try it. You might have some emotion if you have, you know, family stuff or ancestral stuff. But after you have the courage to cry through that and face that, you will start to see what is the technology that you are sitting in wow, and what is really housing your soul. And a lot of times when I do it on retreat and in class, people will see the same identities in the same people. Oh, wow. But it really is sort of this, okay, if we just take it back to sort of simplicity of quantum reality. So it's that film, like What the Bleep, when they're talking Mm -hmm. about the only reason that this is solid is because you you know, you fix on it and it makes it solid, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're in this gazing practice and connecting with your breath and looking at the third eye, you're slipping into sort of another space. And then suddenly you see 
the energy moving. And so getting back to time jumping, which is what you had oh, yeah, asked about, time jumping. is that we are all doing it many times, but we yes. don't perceive it. Yes, we don't. And so now the perception is coming back in. So mm-hmm. you may have this feeling. I mean, you know, I have some friends who actually literally lose hours and, you know, they have one of their loved ones like kind of watching them, you mm-hmm. know, because some of this is getting very expanded. But you know, as much as uh, I had an experience where I lit a 12-hour burning candle and went downstairs for 30 minutes and came back and it was all the way at the bottom. Oh, my God. And at first, my mind, I was on the floor like, I was, oh, the candle broke. I was mm-hmm. looking, you know, I was like, something's happened. But it had burned all the way. And then I went back and got the package and I was like reading the instructions again. <laughs> and I had burnt the same candle the day before for a two-hour talk that I gave for Water Tiger, and it only mm-hmm. burned this much. Wow. So it's like, I don't know. You know, I, I don't really know what happened. But these type of things, and just to understand that we are eternal life forms, mm-hmm. and the divine angelic human, the death program is a superimposition on this realm. And so as we transform and come into reclaiming our memory and reclaiming what is possible in the human body, I am open for all the miracles for everything that we don't know. And I think remaining open in a, in a state of not knowing and really staying out of judgment and analysis. And again, this brings us back to the mat because yoga gives us these practices that are shelter from the storm. Mm-hmm. So it allows you to find a way to crawl back into the present moment through asana, through it breath does. work, meditation. You you know that quite well. I do. <laughs> yoga. You well, I'm happy to hear you saying this because mm-hmm. yoga was my gateway to spirituality back when I was 14, mm-hmm. and I always think what would I do without yoga? And then in this stage in my life, having a baby, I'm not doing a lot of yoga and I miss it. And hearing you saying all this is just yet another sign on my path because it's something that helps me so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's profound. But I also want to say as the divine mother that you are Mm -hmm. and as the mama incarnate here, your yoga is your baby. Yeah, that's true. And every single time, like changing a diaper can be the biggest tantric profound practice. True. So it's like being just in the present because I have a lot of moms that, you know, they're like, oh, I'm so, you know, we, I mean, having a human baby is such a profound act of necessity. You know, we're we're born, we can't do anything for ourselves. I mean, it's relentless. Absolutely. And so literally just bowing down to all the mothers. I did it four times. I don't even know how I did it four times. I know, it's amazing. I had four and then I kept meeting women who were like, I have nine. I was like, nine? Oh my word. So the universe just kept showing me, you know, more and more prolific birthing, you know, but it's really no joke. It's no small effort. And because we don't live in communities, we don't have the support system. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very sort of full on, you know, devotion that we give as mothers. And that's why mothers are such amazing leaders and yes. benevolent forces for guiding society, the planet, our families, our businesses, everything into expansion. That is Because so we true. know how to do it. We, we do. We know. We do. If you, yeah. If you've given birth and you're, oh, you're a mom, a and even anyway, if you're a mom of any baby, no matter how you, mm-hmm. how that comes to be, it's, it's profound. It is. Yeah. It is. I yeah. was just FaceTiming with my best friend in the world on the way here who had a baby yesterday, Aww. her first child. Aww. And I was just saying the portal of mm-hmm. birth yes. is like no other. And she's gotten to experience it now. And it was just so cool to see mm-hmm. her in the before, during mm-hmm. and after mm-hmm. and almost draw back on that experience that I had myself 10 months ago. And you've had four times. Yes. And that was something I wanted to ask you was this spiritual, extremely expanded outlook that you have on the world. Mm -hmm. How does that play into your motherhood? Mm -hmm. That's like the biggest question I think of the century Mm -hmm. that I have, Mm -hmm. because I know that I'm going to be raising my son. I guess you could call it alternatively differently than Mm -hmm. like the standard system. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really seeking wisdom and you are the wisest. So how have you done it? Thank you for asking. Well, So I was born this way. I was one of us that just came in with this awareness. I always felt like I wasn't from here. (laughs) So you get Um, it. I've been here. But Mm -hmm. when I, I would say if I am, if I'm anything, I'm a mother. I definitely have that frequency. Even if I'd never given birth to kids, it's part of my 
it's part of my life print. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was all about, it was actually my third daughter. She did not fit in any system. And so I'm going to be speaking to a lot of you guys who are parents of the new evolution. So the solutions to the planetary expansion are existing inside the hearts and the beings of, of our children who are coming. And one of the really important things is that we do not harm them. We do not put them in a system that tells them to be like a widget or that confines them or constrains them. One of the things that's challenging for us as parents is that they are not followers. They are very strong, very strong-willed. They don't really respond to techniques of, you know, reward and punishment. It's like it's a it's a totally different playing field. And I mean, you're evolutionary, you know, beyond where I was. But even 20 years ago, like my daughter's 18. She just came and she she was just a, a force of nature. And she required me to become a better mother, a, a more expansive mother. And because I'm her mother and because I love her and love my children unconditionally beyond like we all do, I created a world that said yes to her. Wow. So she did not fit in what existed. She was highly sensitive. She had a lot of energy flowing through her. I had to do daily healing energetics with her and, you know, guide her into a place that would say yes to her. Wow. And so I would say she transformed me more than any other relationship I've ever had. I've been married three times and I've, you know, had a lot of relationships. Yeah. But she came and just required more of me. And so I think now, especially now, you guys are going to be creating the new way to hold space for these children so that they are nurtured and loved and honored, understanding that they are not less developed than we are. They are actually likely more developed more. than we oh, are. More. But it's like, it's not like, oh, you're a little kid and I need to teach mm -hmm. you. Like, I would always sort of cringe when I'd hear parents say, I know I want to teach my kids that. I would be like, you know, who's teaching who? They're so wise. Yeah, and they teach themselves. And and so I did something very alternative. I unschooled my girls. And I say unschooling because I am not, you know, I'm not, I'm an artist. You mm -hmm. know, I, I operate in the moment, but I'm also an entrepreneur and I'm able to manifest. I'm able mm -hmm. to build things and create things. But for me, the idea of making my child, you know, get up crying and screaming and putting them in the car and driving them to an institution mm -hmm. and dropping them off with people that, you know, I probably wouldn't spend five minutes in mm -hmm. the institution, it doesn't make sense. And from no. a yogi standpoint, some of the masters and those in the, in the Indian yogi lineage, you know, it's not intelligent. You know, what you're dropping your kids off to be with people that maybe don't have the awareness. They're not mm -hmm. aware. Mm -hmm. So I created this unschooling model. It's called Jai Seed, Victory to the Seed. Maybe, oh maybe this God. is why you're asking Wait, me Wait, I'm this. like going to cry because this is oh. everything I've been seeking. Mm. This is so divine. Oh, I'm so glad. Wow. So so as usual, my timing is way off. I thought I was going to be doing all of this when I'm 30 years old. And right. It's been very frustrating to reconcile the vision in my brain to what I'm able to affect here. And so I unschooled my kids. I created an unschooling sort of a way. Mm -hmm. And it was based on, first of all, spiritual connection. So the first thing is recognizing we all come from one force mm -hmm. um, and just natural, like free of isms, dogmas, you know, right. but let's just start with, you know, I am God, you are God, everyone in here is God. Okay, let's just get there. And then the other uh, pillar was creativity. So creativity and unbridled creativity is what creates the expression of God consciousness because sexuality, creativity, and spirituality are a trinity of the same frequency. So really creative play that brings about this awareness, these new gifts, these new things that we never knew that are going to come in, in the inside of our children. Another one of the pillars was uh, food. So mm -hmm. predominantly plant-based. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying, you know, there will be an occasional person who may need to eat flesh. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the universe is vast. So it's not about that, but it's about connecting with the life force that is living, vibrant, also gluten-free, because a lot of these expanded consciousness, like, like you, um, 
gluten is not okay. Totally. Um, so like in our unschool, we had about, I think we had seven kids and a rescue puppy. And one of our kids was diagnosed autistic, mm-hmm. but the kid to the kids, he was just him. He right. wasn't, di- he wasn't the diagnosis. He right. was just him. Of course. So we spent a lot of time making food which would always freak out the dads. They'd be like, but what But what happened here? But what about the math? Right. <laughs> when you think about really teaching, that body connection is quite profound. This is like an unpublished book that is in my closet. Oh, you got to do it. To it do that's it. so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need six families, which, you know, we're going to assume there's two parents mm-hmm. in most cases. So two parents, six families, so 12 people. And we just gather together and we make an accounting of who are the children. And we all make a vow to be the mentors for those kids. It doesn't matter if one family has seven kids and one family has one or one family has an autistic child Mm -hmm. or anyone with any diagnosis Mm -hmm. or any talent or genius or anything. It's whatever is the mix that you have in that group, we vow to mentor those kids through to their high school. And I'm going to guess if you just threw a dart anybody who's listening and you chose six families and you identified the talents of those 12 parents, they would far and above surpass what is available to us in school. Mm-hmm. So it's been a dream of mine. I failed up a few times over all those years. And, you know, my kids, my youngest is now 15. My 18 year old ended up going to art school and she's just fully an artist and expressing wow. herself in the best way. And I was going to ask, yeah. what are they all doing now after having such a well, cool upbringing? And also the other thing is, is, you know, I had many spiritual teachers in. So mm-hmm. many spiritual events, meditation, sweat lodges, yoga cool. practices. So for many years, my oldest boys who are now 27 and 26, they practice wow. yoga with me three times a week. And then, but what I do need to say that we need to understand is at a point where the child grows up, they're going to differentiate from the parents. And Mm -hmm. so you will get canceled. So basically, I mean, maybe, maybe you won't because maybe it'll be like a different relationship, but my children took space from me in those ways, right? And they have to get the constriction. They have to go to the other side to feel themselves, to decide, you know, what they want. Is that hard as a mother? It's brutal. Because that sounds very hard to me. It's so hard. And you don't have to think about it now because Atticus, is that your baby? Yeah, Atticus. Atticus is just a little, little wee-wee. So you guys just stay in that. And and maybe by the time you get to be, you know, my age, and it, it won't be like that, but I can say I played in a band with my two older boys. I became a musician with them over seven years. Wow. Um, we did gigs together. We had so many fun times, so many amazing times in the studio, literally like worth taking a body for. And they stayed with me until they were 19 and 20. And mm-hmm. then they moved out and they took some space. They didn't call much. It was pretty hard. So hard. You know, and then now they're back and they they got into some challenges in life and they called our friend who's an Ayurvedic practitioner without even, they were like, yes, I have a session and I'm getting my diet. Like, so it's there, you know what I mean? Even though they, even though they say, I'm going to go do this other thing for Mm -hmm. a while. So I do think that it really is such a pain of the mama. So unfair. Like it's, it's this like, you know, you're like, it's you and the universe and me. And then they're like, you know, fuck off. And you're like, what? I know. How could that be? I already think about things like that. No, just knowing like that time doesn't exist. I really do. I think about all sorts of things, things, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I have a feeling because we want to have a handful of kids as well. You have four. We probably think we're going to have three, but you know, who knows? There's always the mystery of the universe. Yeah. And I, feel in my gut at least one of those kids is is gonna we're gonna have such a soul thing that Mm -hmm. there's not gonna be that um I forget what you called it but like the canceling but maybe I'm wrong because I have no way of knowing so well I think as humanity we look for the constriction Mm -hmm. you know we're looking for that that's why we came into this realm so it's natural and I mean I believe in parents and moms and dads and I think that we we really all love our kids. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you're at, unless there's some, you know, unique, you know, yes. situation. But yeah, it seems like it's such a thankless journey, which is also why, as a mother, it's really important that you self-express and that you care for your inner child mm-hmm. as the first relationship 
before your children. Yes, I'm getting that lesson pretty big right now, mm-hmm. just how important that is yeah. and how okay Atticus is when I do that. It's like yeah. shocking. I've gone mm-hmm. away a few times mm-hmm. to take care of my health, myself, mm-hmm. my creativity, mm-hmm. and he's fine. He's yeah. like more than fine and he's yeah. a baby. So it's it's really good for me to see already how yes. important that is. Yeah, it is. It's essential. And I mm-hmm. think it's essential in all of life because- mm-hmm. When you're showing them that you've taken care of yourself, Mm -hmm. that's a really powerful mirror because we need that more than anything. I I totally agree. I totally agree. And then the next question I have for you is how does your spirituality tie into your marriage? Mm. I was listening to you on Rich's podcast (laughs) this morning, incredible episode. And you you guys did touch on this, which Mm. I found very interesting. He said something like, we don't share all of the same worldviews. Mm -hmm. And I'm so curious how that plays into your marriage. And you've been married 20 years. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening, one of the two in the couple is very spiritual. The other may not be. And how? And I'm not saying he's not, but how is that for you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, we're differently, we're different frequencies. Mm-hmm. You know, we put our foot on the earth completely differently. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I mean, like I said, I've been married three times. So I've had a very uh, powerful in relationship. And so I had a a monstrous karmic abuse marriage. I had a fairy tale rescue, greatest creative expansion of my life experience with the boy's dad. And then, uh, you know, I found myself in this experience with Rich, which is this collision of opposites that produces an alchemy. And there's a bed of this great respect and holding each other in this reverence, which allows for this freedom. And so I think at a soul level, we're quite connected. And, you know, like if he was sitting here, he would just be spinning out like this conversation would just be, you know, Mm -hmm. he's, he, you know, he wants the masculine intellectual, you know, kind of map, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, he said to me, you know, I want to understand more. Like I want to. So it's been, you know, very challenging at times. I think maybe lonely mm-hmm. at times, definitely. Yeah. You know, feeling misunderstood. I mean, that's probably my biggest pain. Is that your biggest pain too? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Feeling misunderstood yeah. all the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you guys get through those challenges? I think by, you know, just that deep love and that soul connection. I mean, obviously Rich chose me. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not like I turned into something different after Mm -hmm. he was dating me. Like, he came and found me. Like, I've never been, you know, a secretive about the way that I see the world. But there was something in me that he wanted to experience. And we are, we have a, a deep, deep, deep friendship, alliance, trust, and you know, it's just, it's funny because we sleep in different quarters and he he sleeps in a tent outside. And I was talking to somebody earlier today and I sleep in a copper pyramid that is tented in a mosquito net. And I was teasing him. I was like, basically the tents sort of speak to the personalities of each Absolutely. one of us, right? But it's just, it's funny because a lot of people have actually reached out and asked me, you know, well, how did you manage that? And did it affect your intimacy? Mm -hmm. And like, I just need to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think a lot of us would like our own spaces. You know, we need that alone time. And, you know, Rich is a very explosive individual, you know, with a lot of extremes going on and has challenges with sleep. And, you know, we did sleep together for many years, but I was having to sleep like, you know, a corpse barely moving. And it would be a whole choreographing if I had to turn on my side. Mm-hmm. And that's just not, uh, that's not a loving way no, to have hard. to live, you know? So we found a way that works for us. And again, it's it's the freedom in the commitment. And also coming back to what we're mirroring to the planet, because during the pandemic, there were a lot of very difficult times. You can only imagine with our different perspectives. Totally. And this was being mirrored in the collective of this attacking or this trying to overcome another perspective so that you could feel safe or there would be, you know, or, you know, you could be right. I mean, mm-hmm. really, that's what it was. It's all seeped in fear of death or fear yes. of. And, and yet to understand going back to the beginning of our conversation, when you understand that each life form is unique and it has it has a perspective and i'm just you know i'm so interested to know you more i want to know how your process is how 
how your greater soul speaks to you, what you've seen in me today. Like, I want to know more about you. You're beautiful. You're so ethereal and and multidimensional, and you're in the mother, divine mother moment of your life. And, you know, and and I'm different from you. I'm unique from you. Mm -hmm. But why don't we meet in awe and wonder? Tell me more. Tell me more why you feel that way. Can we share a perspective? Can you be strong enough in your own being to hold my perspective with reverence? That's so And not want to kill it or annihilate Mm -hmm. it. And so this has been the dance that Rich and I have yes, been on. And so and much he's, he's a beautiful, beautiful man, a beautiful being, highly sensitive, highly, highly sensitive individual, and a wonderful father and a beautiful protector. I so love that. He's been amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's so incredible. <laughs> and so many listeners know who this is, Rich yes. Roll, one mm. of the hugest podcasts mm. out there. Mm. And like I was telling you before we started recording, mm. I've been listening forever to mm. his show. And my husband met Rich, what, 11, 12 years ago at a book signing in Lululemon. And it's just wild how everything comes around. Yeah, definitely. And I'm curious too, because we've been soul gazing this whole episode. What type of energy do you see in me? And then I can tell you the same. Yeah. So, I mean, I just see definitely very ethereal, multidimensional. So I'm not, I can't really go planetary on you. I mean, obvious would be like Palladian, but I feel like it's even deeper than that. Oh my God. We haven't even talked Palladian yet. We haven't even talked Starseed yet. I see the same in you. I see, yeah, I see so much. I see your third eye right now. Mm -hmm. Like she's here. Mm -hmm. Whoa, you're really letting me in. Mm -hmm. It's wow. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing you so deeply. So anciently wise. Wow. And very starseed as Mm. well. Mm. Very grandmotherly and like ancient witch in the best way, you know, like a powerful witch. (laughs) (laughs) I just totally left this planet through Mm. your eyes. You just really let me in more than almost anyone. And that's how I can tell how you really walk the walk of everything that you're that you're speaking about Mm -hmm. you are a grandmother i mean you Mm -hmm. are like grandmother soul ancient wisdom sitting Mm -hmm. right here so beautiful well a a couple things before we wrap up one Mm -hmm. just a brief note on star seeds pleiadians that you mentioned Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on all of this cosmic magical stuff which we should do a whole episode on by the way maybe we can that would be great We, we should yeah so i mean I think it's frequencies, obviously, and many of us, I would say there is a perspective that we may have incarnated from the future to change a timeline, a, a possible timeline that was not that great. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing here is we're creating more light, more awareness, and it's just done spontaneously in the way that we are. So mm-hmm. it's not a big mission. And and again, it's no better, no worse. You know, if you talk to the Palladians, they're going to have a certain perspective. Mm-hmm. If you talk to the Syrians, they're going to have a certain perspective. And many of us are not either of those things. We mm-hmm. come from other places. Where do and, you come from? Well, there is my planet of origin is 13 galaxies away. And I know that it is a planet of uh, no ego. I'm not saying I don't have an ego here. I have an ego because I'm in a body. So if you have a body, mm-hmm, you have an ego. True. But from that planet of origin, and it's a planet of uh, just unconditional love, a lot of fungi, a lot of moss, and uh, deers. And um, I know that we have a way of greeting each other with the palm. There's actually a symbol code that we share this way. And it's a very sort of multidimensional, creative, very mother, mm-hmm. mother nature sort of frequency. That's so, so beautiful. That's something that, you know, I've contacted. But I, I think it's also important to understand that there is no value difference given in creation. Mm-hmm. So it's simply a frequency. You are. So I think it's honoring the way we are. Some of us see visually, some of us know something kinesthetically, mm-hmm. some of us hear things. But I would really start to receive the fact that you are a spiritual being in, in this play. Mm-hmm. And the realm has been designed to cancel or 
eradicate anything that led to that awareness. And now everything is changing. Everything's so changing. as we walk through it together, yeah. Magical. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, I'm so excited to walk through it and, and to know you now and to do, I mean, to learn from you. I'm Me so too. excited. Me too, and, before and learn we wrap from you. Up, yes, we have to talk about Shrimu, your beautiful Shrimu, cheese, life, not plant-based cheese, cheese which yeah. we have a gorgeous cheese board sitting oh. right in front of us here. This is the most beautiful plant-based cheese I've ever seen. Thank you. And I've had it because I've bought it at Erewhon and I was so excited because I knew it was yours and there's so much love infused into Mm -hmm. it. So tell us a little bit about the product. Yeah. So Shrimu is a global mission of awakening. I call it the next evolution of cheese. Um, Shrimu is universal. So it is not only plant rich, it's paleo, gluten-free, dairy-free, raw, keto. It's an invitation to come into the community and feel yourself at a deeper level. So the cheese is infused with my frequency and I'm communing with all of the elements, the winds, the waters, the trees, the air, the ethers, and the spiritual nature that and so I didn't ask you to give up your love of cheese. I simply made it better for your body, for our animals, for the planet, and for our children. And Shrimu, the why of Shrimu, I'm an artist, so I don't consider myself I consider myself an artist. It just uses different mediums. But for me, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, it's the spiritual frequency that is the one thing that Mm -hmm. is the constant. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's a spiritual expression of love for humanity and for all of us. Um, That's so exciting. Well, I'm so excited for everyone to try it. The boxes are gorgeous. The mm -hmm. cheese itself is beautiful, delicious. We love that it's Mm plant-based, good for the earth, good for our bodies, the animals. Thank you so much Mm. for everything that you're creating and for being here Mm. and sharing your wisdom with our audience. Thank you, Jordan. So we'd love to give a code for you guys. So um, we could do, um, do you want to do balance blonde 18 or something shorter? Let's do blonde. Blonde. I mean, we try to keep it blonde. So is it B-L-O-N-D-E? Correct. Okay, good. I just got a little confused. You just did the work for me. B-L-O-N-D-E. Blonde. Oh, 18. So we'll do that. And that can be found on the website. Yeah, shrimu.com. Okay. And use it for any box or subscription. Thank you, Julie. This was so amazing. I just have to reach over to you. Oh, You're so special. Thank you for letting me see your soul Aww. and for doing this. This was fantastic. Thank you, love. And everybody, you gotta go follow her, check her out. Everything she's doing is amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.